It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. And together, when we are on the air, we make BS. And that's what we do best. Uh, we do. It is 704. It's mostly him, though. Did you hear just Jennifer you know. do the weather forecast? She essentially said, just like I said, that they changed it. She's essentially saying that we're supposed to start rain this, this evening, some heavy rain, possibly some, some uh, not some serious, but some mild thunderstorms. But once again, she said the low tonight is going to be 37, which means probably when you wake up tomorrow, it's not going to be snowing. It's going to be just rain, possibly maybe a little bit of sleep mixed in. But um, if it does snow, it's going to be sometime tomorrow afternoon. But still, the schools will all close. You know, they'll all be shut down. So you know how that is. Um, yeah. Smartest woman in the world just sent me an interesting article, which I'm reading. Uh, it's from Popular Mechanics, and it's, 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 it's talking about the mask. I don't want to beat this to death, but here's one interesting so thing. So we are circling back to it. N95 masks. N95 is the United States standard. KN95 is the, the Chinese standard. In a September 2020 analysis of 200 KN95 masks from 15 manufacturers, the patient safety not-for-profit not ECRI found that up to 70% of the protective face coverings didn't meet U.S. standards for effectiveness raising risks of contracting COVID-19 for care providers and patients at hospitals and other healthcare organizations that imported masks from China. So they're saying that at a random test, 70% of the Chinese masks were bad. You know, I have to tell you, there is something that bothers me, and you and I experienced this a couple different levels. There's less and less stuff being manufactured in the United States. And yes. I, I, I think that's sad. And what's interesting is, I have pieces of equipment here at the radio station, which once upon a time, and some of these pieces of equipment have been in, in service for a long, long, long time. If I buy the new version of it, the old version was made in the United States. The new version's made in China. It just doesn't stack up. And like, for example, I'll give the example locks we use at our transmitter sites. We use this four-digit uh, combination lock, this master locks. If you have an older one that was made in Milwaukee, and I can't remember the model number it is, but it's the kind that a lot of people use because it has a four-digit combination. You can change the combination. You, it's not like a, a, a spin dial combination, but it's like there's four little rotating dials in the bottom of it, and you put the four digits in, and the lock opens. If you have one of the old versions that was made in Milwaukee, which I do, I have one of those that I, used, I put into service when I first bought the radio stations 24 years ago, and it still works fine. And I have other ones that I've, the exact same lock that I bought in the meantime, which were made in China, I had to throw away after like two or three years. The shackles rusted. The me you know the mechanics of them didn't work. They w either wouldn't lock or they would they wouldn't unlock. Which I had to use the bolt cutters to get them off. You know, and to me that's so sad because there's a whole generation of craftsmanship that's just disappearing from the United States. I mean, just disappearing, and mainly because of the fact that. Things are obviously made cheaper overseas. For a long time back when I was a kid, it was Japan. I mean, we used to talk about, you know, think about how that's changed. We used to talk about things that, like, were made in Japan. Oh, it's made in Japan. It's no good. And now, if it's made in Japan, that's good. Like in camera equipment, you get into some of the professional camera equipment, the Canon, the Nikon, the cheaper versions of, like, if you go, like, the lower cameras, like the R, you know, like in, in Canon, the new mirrorless, the RP, that's made in China. But if the top-of-the-line camera, the new one from Canon, the R3, it's made in Japan. So the cheaper ones are made in China. The more expensive ones are made in Japan. And it's to the point where, and there's a guy I follow, this guy, God, you know, these guys making money on YouTube. This guy is just a crazy weird dude that talks about cars all the time. He talks about the only cars he'll own are Toyotas and Lexus.
and he's a mechanic. Now, having said that, I'll tell the story about my son, who you worked at a Toyota dealership, and my, he was in the parts he department. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he worked at a Toyota dealership, and he told he worked in the parts department, and he told me there were certain engines, complete engines, that they had to keep in stock because they had so many problems with some of these certain Toyotas that have these engines in them that they didn't ever want to get a bad name. So that if somebody came in and one of their engines blew and it only had like 30,000 miles, which wasn't unusual, he said this one particular engine, 30,000 miles, engine blows up, they would just put in a whole new engine because they didn't want any bad publicity. No questions asked. They just put a new one engine. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we had a little problem with your engine, so we put a new one in. You what? Yeah, yeah, engine didn't quite measure up to our standards, so we put a new engine in. Translation, we had some serious problems with those engines. Yes, so not and we knew we would. <laughs> right. That's why we had your engine in stock. <laughs> right, not to draw any attention to the fact that <laughs> yeah. Toyotas have you problems. Know, let's, let's not belabor the fact that <laughs> right. the car won't start, the right. engine's well, blown. Well, the car but... won't start. Yeah, the engine's blown. So, so, <laughs> so, and I said to him, I go, for real? He goes, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, and what's crazy about that is a lot of people don't know this. The engine blocks for a lot of the Toyota's cars are made right up in Troy, Troy, Missouri. Do you know that? I did know that because you had told me that. Because Nerd Boy I Brad, I believed you. And uh, Nerd Boy Brad, told coincidentally, you that. it was actually true. So yeah, Nerd Boy Brad told you that. Yeah, Nerd you, Boy Brad. Hey, what haven't I told you? NBB. What haven't I told you that wasn't true? <laughs> uh, do you really want me to go into that? The five five seven area code. Okay. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. And well, just for, I'd like to make a disclaimer. Okay. Um. I may believe Brad sometimes when he's completely full of BS. And that's because he's usually an authority on things. And not to mention the fact that this world has gone so crazy that I would pretty much believe anything. I mean, we've don't even get me started about my thoughts on the way this, this um, administration is. I, I, I don't know. The whole world has just gone topsy-turvy. Hey, we don't have to worry about it because AOC's already told us that in 10 years we won't have a democracy anymore. That's what she, she had an interview with the New Yorker the other day, and she said that in 10 years the country will be gone. And you know what I said? Yeah. What the hell is that? That's what she said. I'm honest to God. She said that. She See, said that's why. The country will be, it will not be, because she says that we're, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, maybe because you're in office. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, funny. You, you know. But, yeah, I, um, uh, I, I pretty much believe anything that anybody says regarding about what's happening in this world today. Well, it's interesting because if you get into politics and there are people talking about this, that the Democrats and the Republicans, both parties are sort of turning into two parties. Because like what's going on right now in Jefferson City, which not, not a lot of people don't talk about, is this whole thing with the congressional redistricting. They're like the conservatives. These are the Republicans, because once again, the Republicans rule the Senate and, and, this, and the House of Representatives in Jefferson City. The super conservative, the, like the Tracy Ellis clan, they, uh -huh. they are fighting the non-Tracy Ellis clan. And it's the same thing with the Democrats. Now it's turned into like the got, DHC. Well, you've got like the you've got the squad, which are the ultra ultra you know ultra what do you want to call them ultra weirdos, and then you've got the normal run of the mill Democrats. You know weirdos. And, well, but it's like it's like it's so crazy. 
You know, it's like the whole thing. The reason Tracy Ellis started her radio station was because 97.1 was not conservative enough for her. Okay, they run Fox News. Everybody on there is Republican. They're not conservative enough. And see, that's what's happening. That's what's happening with, with our politics. You have these people who are going like, well, you're not a – they call – that's the rhino thing. You're a rhino, Republican in name only. You've got to be like, for example, our friend Mike Elam. Yeah, he's having his thing tonight. Okay, I, was, I like Mike. Can can I tell you a funny story I heard about him? Sure. There's a guy who's a political consultant who said that four years ago, Mike Elam would have been declared like a super ultra conservative, okay? Really? Now he's considered a rhino. <laughs> he's con- I never <laughs> have ever... But, thought of him as an ultra conservative. But he's not. But the point is, he's not changed. He's the same guy. It's, he is the same guy. He's. But, but he's. But he's how? But how? Same would, guy. Whether he's, you know, behind the desk on the uh, St. Charles um, County Council. Council. Right. County Council. Right. I get it. Or if he's on the air. Right. I get it. Or if he's doing his job over at I three. He's but, the same man. Once again, how people view politicians has changed. If you're not oh, like ultra, 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 ultra conservative, like once again, the Tracy Ellis thing, you know, once again, she she was making fun of other Republicans. Like, OK, well, hold on a minute now. Aren't you in the DHC, same? Brad, aren't DHC. You in the, what's that? What's DHC? Fake. I can't. What is it? Tell me. Uh, I'll tell you later. OK. <laughs> Democratic headquarters or something like that. <laughs> Democratic headcount or something. I don't know. Who knows? OK. Tracy I've got a Ellis. question for you. I had some business to take care of on Monday, and I went downtown. And quite honestly, it depressed me downtown. Did it really? Oh, it was. There's nobody downtown. Aww. I mean, I'm downtown. I guess it was ten thirty, eleven o'clock on Monday morning, and there's nobody downtown. And I go had to go to the old post office. Okay, uh-huh. so I parked in front of what used to be. <clears throat> here's the crazy thing. I can't remember the name of the place. Because it was a schnooks market, but it used to be called something else, like Cornucopia or, or, or you know, Fooderia or something like that. And I Fooderia? Was, no, I Fooderama. Thought, I thought to myself, why didn't they just call it schnooks? Well, now it's schnooks. It's a downtown schnooks. It's on the corner of, what is that, 8th and Olive, I believe. And what did it used to be called? Remember, they had a crazy name for it. It was like, it wasn't coronavirus or anything like that. Obviously, it wasn't that. But it was something like, it was like, you know... It was some like trendy name, like it's the Eaterama or the Fuderia or something like that. And now it's just Schnooks. And I'm thinking to myself, what was the name of that they used to call it? Do you remember that? I don't. And the crazy thing, I thought to myself, if you were Schnooks, why would you call it anything other than Schnooks? You know, I don't get it. I think they were trying, you know, I think the thing was they were trying to be like, hey, we're not like one of the suburban Schnooks stores where like your mom shops. Your grandma shops. We're the downtown schnooks, but we're not really a schnooks. We're a fooderia where you come we're in and, and you can walk over to your loft on schnooks on, dog. You can walk over to your lo- your loft on Wash Ave because Wash we're Ave. we're the hip downtown schnooks, but we're not called schnooks because schnooks is that place that's out in the burbs, and we don't want to be associated <laughs> with them. Now all of a sudden it's schnooks. They got schnooks logos everywhere, and I can't for the name of me remember what it was. Isn't that Don't terrible? Know. What's that? I've never been to Schnooks downtown. It's sort of interesting because it's the, the theme of it is, I've been in there many times. I love downtown St. Louis. I go there all the time. What I'm saying was it's depressing because, first off, hold it. Somebody just texted me. 
No, it wasn't the Olive. She said it was the smartest woman in the world said it was the Olive Supermarket. That wasn't it. It had a name. It was like it was some some Maria or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Um, first off, you go on eastbound seventy. You get off at the Broadway exit. You get off on Broadway, and what do you have on Broadway? Right in front of the the dome, you have the Jersey barriers narrowing narrow. You know, Broadway's like five lanes wide there. Well, it was five lanes wide until they narrowed it down to two because of the drag racers they can't control. So they stuck those Jersey barriers blocking off two lanes on the right and one lane on the left. Okay. So then you go further down Broadway in front of the Met Square building, and it's been torn up forever. I don't know what in the world they're doing. I don't know if they're putting in a you know coal mine down there or something like that, but it's been down to one lane forever, and the construction seems like it never ends. So And you're driving along, and the meter parking places used to be able, like if you were in downtown St. Louis, you had to hunt for a meter, par- meter parking place. You can take any meter parking place you want. Okay, so I drive around downtown. I go because Olive's one way going eastbound, and so I go. I go. I think I went west on Pine. I crossed over at 10th Street, went south on uh, go east on Olive, and then went there in front of the whatever the Schnucksaria or whatever it was. And there's angled parking, angled parking in downtown St. Louis, 45 degree angle parking right in front of the old post office, right in front of Schnooks. Okay, not one, not two, but three empty parking spaces open at 11 o'clock on a Monday morning. There's nobody downtown. So I went and did my business, the old post office building, and then came across the street. And I go, ah, I got to go in the schnooks. And it's sort of cool because it's designed to be sort of like an old kind of market, you know, where you go in and there's a butcher section and it's scaled down. It's, 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 it's probably, if like, let's take one of the schnooks. The schnooks in Colville, right there at uh, Mid Rivers and Highway N, um, or like even like the schnooks in Washmo, it's probably about one tenth of that size. It's small. And, um, uh, you know, they've got, you know, certain things you can't find in there. But they've got all sorts of other kind of trendy things. Like they got a, uh, they got a big uh, specialty wine section, you know, which obviously if you li- live on Wash Ave, that's what you live for. You live for specialty wines. You know, you know how that is. If you live on Wash Ave, you, let's go over to the Schnooks across from the old and post office. And get some office. box wine. <laughs> no, no, they're not drinking Yum. box wine. They're drinking the good stuff. You know, I like box wine. <laughs> I don't like wine at all. I mean, the you, you don't you, know, you don't like Wally, wine. Wally World used to have <laughs> at least the one in Washmo. I swear this is the <sighs> truth. I, it's not there anymore. But they used to have a sign. The sign when you go in the one aisle far far wine, it said pop wine. That was my section with all the cheap junk like the Annie Green Springs, like Ripple. Well, I don't think. See, one of the two, I can't remember. Or Shampipple? No, Annie Greensprings or, or Boone's Farm was like my two wines of Tickle my day. Pink. No, it, I, it was Annie. Mad it, Dog 2020? No, it was, it, where I was, where I lived, it was it was Annie Greensprings or, or Boone's Farm. I can't remember which one. There's one of them still around, one of them's gone. MD 2020, Brad. No, but that but that was the rich kids in Clayton. Uh, Mad Dog, rich kids? Right. The Clayton, no. kids, the Clayton kids drank MD 2020. You know why, don't you? So did the people in NOCO. No, no, no. Knew you why the MD-2020 in, in Clayton? No. Because of the name of the wine, Mogan David. Yeah. I believe it's it's kosher. Oh, my gosh. Do you think it's like the blood of Christ? No, seriously. I think my... Uh, I think Do you old... think that's what they use as the blood of Christ? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the smartest woman in the world says MD 2020 was Jewish. That's what she said. Because I think it's kosher wine. 
that's that's why that's why you in your neighborhood says you grew up in Schnook in Clayton. You, I you grew know, up in Schnook. No, you yeah. grew up you grew up in Clayton. That's Clearly, what, I did. If you ever saw, that's me why as a the child. wine in Clayton was MD twenty twenty when you were in high school. When the North County kids, like one of me, you know, it was all it was all Annie Green. I was a North Boons. County kid, but you grew up in Clayton. I did grow up in Clayton, but then when I became a teenager, we moved out to uh, uh, North County so I could complete my. Uh, Misspent youth. <laughs> you complete your misspent youth. There you go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I, nobody's come up with the name for the old schnooks. Hold what? Hold. Let me just type this in. What did? Hold on. Let me just text them. Let me just, just a minute. Uh, hold on. What? Here, let me let me let me Google this and see if I can find it. Hold on, because it's gonna drive me nuts. This was something else. Like your prostate? Yes. Okay, Shelly says these things, and I have to stop what I'm doing because I have to go to the system. He has to like pivot. Here we go. And go to another. Here we go. Part hold, of the room. Hold on, man. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Doink doink he will be, doink. <laughs> he will be forever immortalized on BS Scott Show. Right. Okay. Okay. Let me type this in. What was? Oh, sorry. The derailed you. name. Of, I can type, of the downtown, D-O-W-N-T-O-O-W-N, downtown St. Louis Schnooks, S-C-H-N-U-C-K-S. Going to drive me nuts. There, here it is. I was right. Culinaria, C-U-L-I-N-A-R-I-A. Yes. Matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, here's a news article. This is on. This is from the STL Today, November sixteenth, twenty twenty. The Schnooks Market Store downtown is getting a new name and a new look. Culinary is about to become Schnooks Downtown. Beginning November thirtieth, its new stores will be seven eighty seven p each day, which gives shoppers two more hours on Saturdays and Sundays. Culinaria, because I don't think anybody could pronounce it. Culinaria. See, they were going. We're we're fancy schmancy. We're not the Schnooks Downtown. We're the Culinaria. See, <laughs> see, that's the problem. Who could remember that stupid name? Because they did it because, hey, we're hot stuff. We're not in downtown. Don't you just feel like you want to put a beanie on and start snapping your fingers? A beanie on? What do you mean like, like, yeah, like, you like know, a beanie? Like, like one of the like one hippie the be- dippies? Like, well, why would you put a beanie on? The, the hippies because didn't wear... Because that's what they wore, striped beanies. No, they didn't wear beanies. They just had long yes, hair did. and they had flowers in their hair. You know, they, hey, well, man. The dudes hey. wore beanies. Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go down the culinary, culinary, culinary. And their, yeah. their <laughs> horizontal striped sweaters. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> you know, you know, what I, you know, what I, you know, what I heard on, on another radio station yesterday. What? <laughs> Someone who's been in the news, who we call, I won't say what we call it, but they referred to the woman component. There's a man and a woman component of a story we talk about from time to time, and they called her the hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, don't you? I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, so culinaria, culinaria. It's no more. It's no longer. It it's now. Sexual. It's now Schnooks downtown. You know, which I think is a smart move. Why in the world did you name yourself culinary to begin with? I think that was stupid. Okay, well, I'm gonna talk about blah 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 blah. Um, oh, get this! I thought this was interesting. There's this radio dude in um, where is he at? In Charleston, South Carolina. He works at Mix ninety five point nine WMXZ. And his name is, what's his name? 
His name is uh, his name is Jay Shadix. S H A D I X. Jay Shadix. Okay. Did you watch the Super Bowl by any chance? I did not. If you did watch the Super Bowl, there was a Michelob commercial where Jay Shadix is in the Michelob commercial. The only problem is nobody knows it's Jay Shadix because you know why? Why? He was the body double for Peyton Manning. <laughs> what when he got? No, hit? there were there were three commercials during the NFL oh, championship, and, and and one of which featured Jay Shadix. He's the morning host at Saga Communications Hit AC ninety six or Mix ninety five point nine. He applied for. He's an he's a he's an amateur actor, and he applied for a a, a position. They were looking for a body double for Michelob Ultra Light, which ran a commercial during Super Bowl uh, fifty six, and they needed a, the casting call was for a six foot six inch man who resembled Peyton Manning, and he applied and got the gig, and he went for the shoot. And I can tell you which commercial it is. It's the one where they're at the bowling alley. Did you see? The, you didn't see the bowling alley commercial, did you? With all the stars I didn't in watch it. watched the Super Bowl. Well, they, the commercials run on. I think I'll find it for and send it to you. Anyway, okay. he walks in. Supposedly Peyton Manning walks into the bowling alley from his car in the parking lot. Walks into the bowling alley. That's the the body double. That's this guy, this radio dude. And then there's another scene where he picks up shoes at the desk, his bowling shoes. That's Jay Shedix. And there's one other picture where he's walking to the lane. That's not Peyton Manning. The only shot of Peyton Manning is actually Peyton Manning with a bowling ball. All the other shots are body doubles. Isn't that interesting? I mean, apparently, apparently, his agent said, "Okay, you get five minutes with 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 uh, with with uh, Peyton Manning and no retakes." So you know, they have to hire a body double to do all the other shots because Peyton Manning wouldn't go out into the parking lot and walk into the par- in the bowling alley with a bowling bag, and he wouldn't walk up to the shoe counter and get a pair of shoes, and he wouldn't walk down to the bowling lanes with his bag and his shoes. He had to have a body double for that. God, I'm telling you. Wouldn't it be nice to be that be that popular? You know, I could have a voice double instead of me being on the air this morning. I'd have a voice double come in and just you know and say things like, "Hey, Shelly, you look great today. Don't I sound just like Brad? I'm Brad's voice double. You can hardly tell between the real Brad and me, don't you think, Shelly?" I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, Shelly. You're a wonderful person. I never say anything bad about you. Ha ha ha. Wait till the next break. <laughs> it's six, six, 7.26. I messed up the time, just like Brad. <laughs>